Happy New Year once again, Valley family. Uh, this is week number three in our series that we're calling New Year, New You. And uh, no series, I think, would be complete uh, talking about us fulfilling our potential that God's given, you know, our God-given potential, the plan he created you and I for, without talking about the importance of relationships, the importance of friendships. And I, I really got to thinking about uh, one of my good friends, uh, really, that has become a really, really cherished friend of mine that was really just a chance meeting just took minutes and my life's been different as a result of that and, and that's pastor Yuri Semenyuk uh, and and uh, he pastors our sister church in Trospol Transnistria and uh, I met him in 2008 uh, before it was our sister church or anything like that he didn't know me I didn't know him uh, we were over in Ukraine Kiev Ukraine first time I'd ever left the United States and it was a ministry trip there preaching in churches there and he was actually we were I was out teaching in a church and I returned back to our apartment where we were rented where we were staying some of our friends were still there from America that we traveled with and he was walking out of the apartment when I was walking in and and my friend uh, he introduced me and said I pastored a church in New York and and right there Pastor Yuri said would you come to my country and to my church and 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 preach as well and teach us and I said sure I'd be honored to do that uh, and then he left, and that was about it, like, like three minutes, that's it, in 2008, and after he left, my, my friend that we were traveling with, American, he said, I don't, I don't think you realize what you just did, because, you know, over here, your word is your bond in Eastern Europe, and uh, you, you're going to have to go now, and I said, that's fine, he goes, well, that's one of the most difficult places on the planet, in terms of ministry, in terms of the spread of the gospel, and uh, I didn't know that, but I gave him my word, and so a year later we returned, and uh, God just knit our hearts together in such a way, that's why we say it's our sister church, we've been there numerous times, we're just there in 2020, in the spring, before COVID and all hit, and, uh, and we support them, they've sent leaders over here to our church to be trained through the years, and we, we train their leadership uh, as well when we're there, Susie and I, and, and really our whole family has been different times. We've taken some of the leaders from our church with us. And uh, it's just amazing to see what God's doing. And so we always say when you're generous, Valley Family, you give through Valley Family, you're feeding those in need, planting new churches, reaching people around the world with the life-changing message of Jesus Christ. That's not an exaggeration, that's a reality. Uh, in fact, in the fall, Yuri contacted me and said they had this vision to, to help feed. There's so, such an impoverished nation to feed those that were impoverished. And so they wanted to buy an industrial bread-making machine, didn't have the finances to do it. I talked to the leadership here at Valley, and we sent them the, the money to pay for that industrial bread-maker completely. I'm so glad we did that, and they were so grateful. Uh, because at Christmas time, KGB forbid them to meet as a church to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. And so Yuri said, well, we're going to do something different then. And, and so what they did was literally they took the bread and they also gathered up a bunch of truckloads, literally of firewood, because that's the only means of heat that many people in that country have is literal fires, uh, you know, uh, in their homes. Uh, that's the only heat. And so he sent me a video of just what their Christmas looked like instead of gathering together. I want to share it with you. I'll do a little narration, but understand, you did this, Valley Family, because you all the bread that you see in the church, this is because of your generosity and a chance that seemed like a chance meeting, but that God had a divine connection in a friendship and a relationship that started back in 2008 between Pastor Yuri and myself. Let's go ahead and show that video. 
Georgia. These are the trucks heading out to uh, deliver the goods. There's the firewood in the villages. This is the source of heat for the entire winter, the cold, cold winters there in Eastern Europe. And that's the bread. You did that, Valley family, the bread that was baked there. And you can see the conditions that they live in. This is a very typical home. Look at those nice roads there in Tiraspol. We've traveled those so many times. Look at those kids, beautiful kids. And they're helping with electricity to have some lights inside. Pastor Yuri's leading the children in prayer, receiving Christ. Also gave clothing as well. This is how they spent their Christmas. There's a typical firewood inside. Heats the entire home. Very typical scene there in Transnistria. Yeah, even the four-wheelers get stuck on some of those roads. Back at the church, they're loading up to take another run. This is actually a couch that they're bringing to someone who has no furniture in their home. They're doing some home repairs and they're bringing in the couch. And that's the family on the couch. December 24th is Pastor Yuri's birthday, so they actually celebrated with one of the families out in the village. That's what they're doing right there. Pastor Yuri praying for the woman. Yuri actually has a tumor on his throat. Uh, that's why he has to have that uh, amplification system he carries with him all the time because he can hardly speak and he's going to need surgery real soon, but medical profession, medical field's not very good there. And so he's really trying to put that off as long as possible because it's real easy that, uh, because that, that uh, tumor is on his voice box that uh, when he does go to have surgery, he may lose his voice forever. So uh, you did that, Valley family. That's because of your ongoing, just a sample of your ongoing generosity uh, that, that did that. And it all started with what seemed like a random chance meeting between Yuri and myself 
back in 2008, A Divine Connection. And, and I want to talk about the importance of friendships. And, and, and this message, I just want to call it Rip Off the Roof. I think that's going to make a whole lot more sense uh, in, in just a minute. But let, let's look at the scripture. One of my favorite stories in the Bible, Mark chapter 2, uh, beginning in verse 1. And this is on our website, all my sermon notes. You can follow along and save those. It's interesting, interesting story uh, that takes place in the life of Jesus. Mark chapter two, verse one through 12. A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. And they gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door, and he preached the word to them. And it goes on and says, and some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them. So here's this man who was crippled, and four of his friends carrying him, probably on a cot of some sort, to get him to Jesus, hoping that Jesus would be able to heal him. And it said, since they could not get to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it, and then lowered the mat, uh, and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. So they literally ripped open the roof, and they lower their friend down, these four guys, these four friends, down to Jesus. That's how determined they were. And, and, uh, and it goes on and it says, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, son, your sins are forgiven. Boy, these are the kind of friends I want. Uh, because it says when Jesus saw their faith, it wasn't just the guy who was paralyzed, it was their friends. He, was, he had surrounded himself with faithful friends that had faith in God. And because of their faith and their effort, he was healed. He was so important about our relationships, our friendships. Now some teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately Jesus knew knew in his spirit uh, that this is what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, why are you thinking these things? Which is easier, to say to the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up, take your mat, and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He's like, I'm gonna show you really who I am. And so he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. And he got up, he took his mat, and he walked out in full view of them all. And this amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, we have never seen anything like this. Never seen anything like this, really, before. And so this is, a, this is an important story about the power of friendship and how friendship, right relationships, when we recognize how important relationships are and friendships are, it can bring freedom, it can bring healing, it can bring the power of God to those around you and around me. That's what we just saw in that video that Pastor Yuri sent because of a friendship, a connection, a a heart level bond between himself and myself. Look at what's happening. Look at what you're doing, Valley Family because of your generosity, even on the other side of the planet, making a huge, huge difference around the world. And and so from this story, I just wanna share four really, really important points about relationships, because in order for for this new year to end up being a new you, a new me, we've gotta recognize how important relationships are, and it's really important that we have the right relationships. 
that we value and put a priority on the right kind of friendships and relationships. So the first thing I think is really important in this new year, that that we're all committed to develop roof-ripping relationships. Develop roof-ripping relationships. That, 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 I mean, those are the kind of friends that I have. They hadn't happened overnight, but, but I've got a circle of friends that I, I know if, if, you know, if they need you, they'd rip, they, they would rip the roof open for me. And, and I'd rip the roof open for them as well to get them to Jesus. Because I can't help them a lot of times. They can't help me, but, but they're committed to get me to Jesus, to help me get to Jesus. And, and so it's real important, I think, for every one of us to develop roof-ripping relationships. You know, there's an African proverb that goes like this. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Go together. How important it is to have those relationships. And we find these all throughout the Bible. Obviously, Jesus had the 12 uh, disciples. And even in the 12 disciples, he had even a closer circle of friends, Peter, James, and John, uh, that, that, that he, at times, we, we would tell the other disciples, you stay here and the four of us are gonna go off. And, uh, and, and yet, he not alone modeled that, but, but we see that also the Apostle Paul, you know, sometimes myself even, had like the wrong idea about him, think he was kind of like this starchy, uh, you know, religious general kind of fanatic. Obviously, he was an apostle. But he was also extremely relational. Look at some of the things that he wrote, like Romans chapter 15, verse 24, about his friends. He said, I plan to do so in terms of visiting. Uh, when I go to Spain, I hope to see you while passing through and to have you assist me on my journey there after I have enjoyed your company for a while. Paul wrote to Christians at Rome and goes, I'm looking forward to hanging out. I just want to spend some time together, face to face. So important. He's writing letters. He's using the technology at the time because nothing replaces face-to-face. Wow. Isn't that important in the day in which we live? Nothing replaces. Zoom doesn't replace. There's a dynamic of face-to-face. He goes on and he says in Romans 15, verse 32, and so I will come to you full of joy if it is God's will and enjoy a refreshing visit with you. You know, there are some people in our life, and I think even different friends, some that refresh me when I'm with them, and some that kind of like drain me. It's important to know the difference. Some relationships, some friendships, you're always kind of given, and, and some relationships, it's like you're just receiving refreshing from. And the Apostle Paul even understood this. In fact, one of the things that really uh, astounded me, doing a little study, drilling down deep into this, in Romans chapter 16 alone, Paul gives a shout out to 30 different friends. Check it out sometime. Romans chapter 16, 30 different friends are mentioned by name. Paul was all about relationships. He understood how important healthy, God-centered friendships were especially if he was going to fulfill the plan and purpose that God created him for. And guess what? The same is true for you. The same is true for me. If I'm going to fulfill the purpose of God in my life, my potential that he's given to me, I cannot do it alone. So many times we think about new year, new me, and we think it's all about me. But the reality is the Bible over and over again, it's impossible without a circle of friends around you. Godly friends that are encouraging, that are willing to rip open the roof to get you to Jesus, just like 
the paralytic man, he had those friends as well. And, and you know, I think when I look back on 2020, the reality is we, we were talking about this some as a staff recently, just kind of looking back, and uh, we had like our staff reviews this week and, and, and all that, and uh, just, just a dream team. I, I, I'm so honored to lead this staff of people, um, you know, the team that we have here that love God and they love people. They love God and they love people. And, and uh, you, you know, uh, I... I I believe with everything in me, 2020, as difficult as a year that it was, the reality is our church is larger now than it was a year ago, significantly larger. Our church is stronger now than I, th- I think it was a year ago. Our church is healthier than it was a year ago. And, and the reality is our church is more influential in our community than it's ever been because of what happened in 2020. When we just, just our spread hope alone forget about online campus how many more people that we have reached through our online campus but just through spread hope thousands of meals that we were able to feed people thousands and you did that valley family and so as difficult as the year it was i think it brought out the best in our church family and it is stronger and healthier and a big reason for that is the relationships the friendships that we have and actually today uh it is the opening of our valley groups. You can sign up, and that's why I think our, our church is so strong, because of the groups. We're not a church that has small groups. We're a, group, a church of small groups. That's where the real spiritual growth takes place. You know, you can't really get to know someone looking at the back of their head or, or just masked up, you, you know, that's all you see of them, back of the head or just their eyes on a Sunday. But it's when you gather together in smaller groups. That's why Jesus had his 12 as well. And that's a dynamic part of spiritual growth. And that's a dynamic part of the Valley family. It's actually like the backbone. Our small group leaders are the the backbone of the Valley family. And so go ahead and check out some of the new groups that are launching right now and, and see what fits best for you. And go ahead and sign up because they fill up really, really fast. Some of them are continuing. They're, they already are at capacity, but these are all new groups that are launching. And, and let me show you how significant what happened in 2020. Is there any wonder we're stronger and we're healthier and, and we're more influential? In 2020 Valley Groups winter, we had 42 groups with 407 adults participating. in That's just the adults. In spring, we had another 42 groups, 369 participants. In the fall, we had 28 groups, 332 participants. This is why people were able to continue to grow spiritually and grow closer to God even in the middle of a difficult year. And so the total, 112 groups just in 2020 and 1,108 participants. That is absolutely mind-blowing, but that's why Valley is so healthy is because the priority we place on Christ-centered relationships and friendships because you can't grow spiritually on your own, not, not nearly as quickly, not nearly as deeply when you're isolated by yourself and I think many of us during COVID we've gotten real comfortable especially might have more of an introverted bent we've gotten real comfortable just pulling up the ladder and staying to ourselves but the reality is you don't grow the same by yourself it takes some friends who will rip the roof off to get you to Jesus just like these incredible friends so we need to develop roof ripping relationships this year Because the reality is this, your friends will either take you to Jesus or they'll take you away from Jesus. Your friendships right now, my friendships right now, 
They're either going to encourage me and get me to, to grow in the direction of Christ-likeness, or they're going to pull me into the ways of the world. It's one or the other. There's not kind of like neutral. And so I think it's real important to kind of evaluate some of our relationships, evaluate our friendships, and, and really begin to develop what I'm calling roof-ripping relationships and friendships. Here's the second thing I think is really important to, 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 to glean from this story is it's important to push through the obstacles. Push through the obstacles. You know, they had to push through the crowd to get their friend on this cot to Jesus, and then they got there and they couldn't even get inside of the house. And so it's really, really important to, to push through the obstacles, and uh, no matter what they are. And it takes time. Friendships don't just ignite overnight. It takes time. That's why they need to be uh, prioritized as well. And so I think a good question to ask uh, is really simply this. Who did God create me to influence? God's created every single one of us. Some of us have smaller, but, and some of us have larger spheres of influence, but every single one of us have some sort of influence on other people. It may be your children. It may be at work. Uh, it may be in the neighborhood, it may be your occupation, you know, whatever. Uh, but every one of us has a sphere of influence. And so I think it's really important to ask that question, who did God create me to influence? Because once you know the answer to that question, then you can push through the obstacles to get them to Jesus. Just like these, these guys carrying this cot, they knew, okay, they've, God's given us some influence with our buddy here who's paralyzed. We've got to get him to Jesus and let Jesus do what only Jesus can do. And so really important, they recognized there's Jesus, here's our friend, we have influence, we're going to carry him to Jesus. And so there's a great question to begin to ask yourself even in January of this year. Who did God create me to influence and if you don't know the answer to that question or, or you know, how can I influence them either, uh, let me just suggest to you growth track. If you haven't gone through growth track here at Valley Christian Church, it's every Sunday at 9 a.m. That's where you can discover the unique design that God created you with. You can discover a little bit more about behind the scenes of our church. You'll even be able to discover the spiritual gifts that God has given to you that you have right now. You may not be able to recognize. We have an assessment. You can go through that. It's no pressure or anything like that. It's empowering. And then find out where that fits in to the, to the big picture of what God's doing to influence people. Every one of us. I mean, uh, we hear all the time, you know, someone just is influenced when they show up to church and someone's just smiling at them. Good morning. How are you? Just for being friendly. Even you can see the smile. Even though there's a mask on, Right now, you can see people smiling through their, their eyes there. So really, really important. Every one of us, I, I think there, there's so much more that God has for us. So it's important for us to recognize how God has made us and who he's called us to influence. I, I love this verse, kind of talks about how big God's plan is for us. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 especially in New Year, it's a great verse, but I, I think it's important that we also don't disconnect verse 10 because it can give us the wrong meaning, the wrong understanding if we just read second, uh, 1 Corinthians 2.9. It says, however is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, these things God has prepared for those who love him. In other words, you haven't imagined it, you haven't seen it, but God's got a plan for you. He's got a plan for you that he wants to do in your life and through your life 
And you know what? I would have missed that if I had not gone to Ukraine in 2008 and just timed up perfectly. God had a plan. I, I, I didn't see it all. I didn't know it all. But, but I knew the Holy Spirit was just leading me to do that. After 18 years of, of my wife, Susie, saying, please, can we, you know, we want to, I really have a heart for this. No, 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 no. And then I just felt the Holy Spirit say, it's time, Greg, stop making excuses. Get over your fears, I'll be with you. And then I make this divine connection. I had not seen, I had not imagined, it had not entered in my heart what God wanted to do. But see, we can't stop at verse nine because it goes on to verse 10. Look at what it says. These are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. It hadn't entered my heart. I hadn't seen it. I hadn't thought it. But I understood the Holy Spirit was speaking to me. It's time to go, Greg. It's time to go to Kiev, Ukraine. The spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. And and that's what happens when we receive Jesus Christ as our Savior and Lord. We recognize that that God sent his son, Jesus, to to live a sinless life and to lay that life down as a sacrifice and a substitute for you and for me dying on the cross. He paid the price for my personal sins, for your personal sins, and he rose again from the dead three days later because the price had been paid in full. No longer do I have to pay the penalty for my, my sins and your sins when we receive his sacrifice for ourselves. When we do that and we receive him as our Savior and Lord, the Holy Spirit comes to live on the inside. And that's what Paul's talking about here. The Holy Spirit, no eye has seen, no ear has heard. It hadn't entered the heart, what God has planned for him, but the Holy Spirit inside speaks to us. Greg, it's time to go. It's time to go, and it was the perfect timing in 2008. It was the perfect timing. If I had just, if our driver had gotten us to the apartment five minutes later, I would have never met Pastor Yuri Semenyuk. Think about that. Think about that. When we went over there the first time to teach and to preach in their church, the church was, was, was maybe 50 or 60 people in 2009. Now it's over 500 people every week just amazing could have missed it by just a few minutes but the spirit reveals to us these things are have revealed by the spirit the spirit searches all things even the deep things of god so we got to push through the obstacles when we understand the purpose of who god's called us to influence and we listen to the holy spirit we got to get folks to to Jesus. Here, here's the third thing I think is so significant in this story that we can learn from and apply, live out and walk in our lives. It's so important to narrow our focus. Narrow your focus. Because focus, we need to focus on what matters the most and that, that isn't necessarily all these temporary things that we see around us. It's what really counts for time and eternity. Because you know, every one of us, one day, our, our health is gonna fail. <laughs> Every one of us, if Jesus doesn't return back in our, in our lifetime uh, to just wind up, end all history, th- then, then every one of us at some point is gonna call us home. And, and all that's gonna be left is what we've done that really matters for time and eternity. It's not gonna be the clothes. It, it's, not gonna be the, it's not gonna be the cars. It's not gonna be the house. It's not gonna be the worldly possessions. All that really counts for time and eternity, you know what it is? relationships 
relationships. Relationship with God, relationships with others that we've brought to Jesus, just like these four friends of the paralyzed man. So it's important that we narrow our focus and not get distracted on all kinds of things in this world that that want to pull our energy and our capacity away from and our focus away from Jesus. Man, there's plenty to distract us nowadays. We need to stay narrow focus. In fact, this is what the Bible is saying. Paul, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, writing to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. I love this in message translation. He says, when the going gets tough, take it on the chin with the rest of us the way Jesus did. A soldier on duty doesn't get caught up in making deals at the marketplace. He concentrates on carrying out his orders. And when we understand why, how God made us, what he made us for, the why of life, and and what our purpose is, and where we fit in with our friends, godly friends and all. You know, some of us, can I put it this way, some of us are carrying the cot, some of us are on the cot, all trying to get to Jesus. But it all hinges on friendships, relationships. How much have you prioritized friendships, godly friendships, for 2021 in your life? What's your plan? What's your plan? I've actually even had the conversation at the end of the year with a couple of people saying, I wanna make you a priority in my life. I'm not talking about my family, I'm talking about friendships. I wanna make you a priority in my life and in my schedule so that at the end of this year, you know you got a friend you can count on. And his name's Greg Williamson. That's how important I think it is. That that just to prioritize time and schedule to invest in godly friends. Some some of my friendships, I'm kind of carrying the cot (laughs) to get get someone to Jesus. Others, I'm on the cot and they're carrying me. Those ones that just refresh me, that remind me, hey, you can do this. So important. Jesus trusted trusted the proclamation of the gospel to this thing called friendship. He sent out his friends, the disciples, and then he left. There is no plan B. It's all about friendships. It's all about relationships. And so we need to really narrow our focus on what matters the most. Because here's the thing, distractions Distraction drains the strength that grace brings. When we're distracted, God doesn't give us grace for all the things that get us off focus and off track. But when we're focused on what he wants us to be involved in, where he wants us to prioritize our life, as we're talking about friendships, relationships, valley groups, to grow spiritually, you know what, there's a grace that comes as a result of that when we're walking the way God wants us to, when we're walking in his will. I love this quote by uh, Christian author Henry Nouwen. He put it this way. The great paradox of our time is that many of us are busy and bored at the same time. We're so busy doing all kinds of stuff, but we're bored because it's really insignificant what we're involved in. It's not making a difference. We're not using our influence to, to bring other people to Jesus. 
And, and so we're busy, 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 busy. And, and I think sometimes the reason why we're so busy is because we, we don't want to stop and recognize I'm not really impacting anyone for the cause of Christ. And so you don't have to just be busy this year. You can spend this time that God's given you to make a significant impact and influence in someone else's life. As you're opening your heart up and you're making a priority in your time and your schedule, like Valley Groups, to be a part of one, that you're also receiving, you're growing spiritually as well. And here's the fourth and the final thing I think is so important in this, this tremendous story, again, one of my favorites, I remember hearing this as a little boy and just picturing, you know, that, uh, that, that roof kind of being torn open and, and them lowering down this, this lame man in front of Jesus. Remember, they, they, they lowered him down so that he'd be healed. But, but he got a little bit more than that. I just say, enjoy the extra blessings. <laughs> There is an extra blessing, an extra dynamic when we prioritize godly friendships that, that sometimes we get a whole lot more than we bargained for, just like this man did. His friends lowered, they tore the hole in the roof, they ripped the hole in the roof, they lowered him down before Jesus. And not only was he healed and he stood up and he walked out, his sins were forgiven as well. He was, could I put it this way? He was healed physically, but more importantly, that's the point Jesus was making. He healed him spiritually as well. As a son of God, he forgave all of his sins because he was God. And there's just something clean <laughs> that I love about this story, and it's all in the context of relationships and friendships. That man walked away whole and clean, forgiven. And he had his friends to thank. Those four men that carried him to Christ. So enjoy the extra blessings. And listen, I don't think they're all like, you know, walking out of there like, okay, you know. Catch you sometime next week. I think they were, I think it was like, party, it's time to celebrate. You know, I think Cool and the Gang, I just imagine Cool and the Gang, celebrate good times, come on. And I think that layman's just dancing around. I think it was a huge, huge party. Because not only could he walk, but he also was forgiven. The extra blessings. Sometimes what God is doing is so much bigger than we realize. If we just take a moment and prioritize godly friendships, godly relationships. I, I'm, I'm here today to tell you, I wouldn't be the man I am today if it weren't for three-minute conversation in Kiev, Ukraine with Pastor Yuri Semenyuk in 2008 and then prioritizing that relationship. We talk all week long back and forth messaging all week long, I mean, for years now. We miss each other. Our families that know each other. You know, just, it's just a beautiful thing. And then that we really are sister church to them and they are to us. There, there are people that you will meet in eternity in the presence of God that are gonna be there because of the value we as Valley Christian Church have placed on 
that relationship there. And because of your, your generosity to give, Valley family. So the paralyzed man you know, really received, I, I, I say, the great combo deal. <laughs> forgiveness and healing because of his roof-ripping friends. Listen, if you, don't, if you don't have friends like that, you could start today. I mean, just think about five years down the road. Just, just imagine, five, 60 months from now, you could meet someone in a valley group in the next couple of weeks when it starts, and five years from now, that person might be your very best friend, and you haven't even met him yet. But we have this mechanism, this tool, our small groups, the backbone of our church, that'll allow you to connect form a Christ-centered friendship that will actually encourage you, inspire you to grow in your faith in Jesus Christ. And so, you know, developing roof-ripping relationships may feel unimaginable, but, but there are other people, this is a little awkwardness, we have the best leaders in the world, they're gonna help you get through that little bit of awkwardness, that initial kind of meet-up time, getting to know each other. So developing roof-ripping relationships may feel unimaginable. Pushing through obstacles may feel uncomfortable. Just, just, just eliminating, prioritizing, checking your schedule and the dates and, and making it a priority. Narrowing your focus may seem like it's unsustainable. There's, there's no way I can do this. That's why we only have them for semesters, trimesters really. It's not a long-term for the whole year even commitment. And so it's a little easier to keep the focus where it needs to be. But here, here's the reality. But hearing Jesus' words, you become unstoppable. Just like that lame man. Developing roof-ripping relationships it may feel unimaginable. Pushing through obstacles may feel uncomfortable. Narrowing your focus may feel unsustainable. But hearing Jesus' words, you become unstoppable. Your sins are forgiven. Rise up and walk. The miracle, the forgiveness, all happened because of godly friends full of faith. I wonder if maybe you're the key to what God wants to do in someone else's life. Maybe you're the the one that's going to carry the cot at one corner. Or maybe you're like, man, I'm all messed up. Well, then jump on the cot. Develop some roof-ripping friends that'll help you get to Jesus because he's what you really need. You need him. So right now, I'm just going to ask, would you bow your heads with me? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just pray in this year, 2021, that you'd help us to recognize how important godly, roof-ripping friendships, roof-ripping relationships are. You'd help us to prioritize that. Lord, for many of us, just pour out your grace and we'd have that courage to take that first step to join a valley group today because you know the difference it's gonna make. You're, you're gonna connect some friends for the first time and they're gonna be closer to you because of the priority they've placed on friendships and relationships this year. Lord, I pray you bless every single one of our valley groups. Lord, and we also, as, as mentoring relationships are available as well, Lord, th- those mentoring relationships that people can find about, 
Find out about it, the same exact page on our website. Lord, I pray you just breathe your Holy Spirit into those mentoring relationships and, as well. Father, I pray that, I thank you for your faithfulness in 2020 that we're stronger as a church family. We're larger, we're more influential as a church family. And Lord, I pray it would be even more so for this year. New year, new you, new me. Lord, as we prioritize these godly friendships. Thank you, Lord. And right now, with our heads bowed and our eyes closed, I want to give you an opportunity. If you've never prayed and received Jesus Christ as your Savior before, I want to give you an opportunity to do that, to start that friendship, that relationship with him. The Bible says that if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And so right now, I'm just inviting you to open your heart up to Jesus and receive him as your Savior and Lord. Declare him your Savior and Lord. Just repeat this prayer after me right now. Say, Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sin. I turn from my sins today. Jesus, thank you for living for me. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for rising from the dead for me. And I ask you to lead me, guide me, direct me by your Holy Spirit from this day forward and I will follow you. Jesus, I want to be your friend. Thank you for inviting me to be your friend. Amen. Amen.